Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rudd, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. Hi everyone, it's Matt and Liz, and today what we want to talk about is when you buy websites for passive income, what do you actually do with them? And yeah. what's the maintenance on them? Yeah, so you, you bought this website asset, what's the next step? Now, I actually want to start taking a step back because mm, okay. before you even buy it, this True. is the cool thing. This is a bit of a choose your own adventure because when you're looking at buy it to buy a website, you should actually be looking when you, when you do your due diligence mm-hmm. at what is involved in the maintenance of that website. And that's a really smart question to ask your seller or the broker to say, okay, exactly what does, what do you need to do to maintain this website or what have you done to grow this website? So that gives you really good clues as to how much maintenance is going to be needed or how much effort's gonna be required to maintain or grow that website. So that's a really, really important number one question to ask when you're doing your due diligence and before you even buy the website. So we always suggest you focus on the websites that require a lot less effort to keep them going. <laughs> and that brings us to number two, yeah. which, I, which is, it's a really good point that, that you make um, before you even buy. One of the things that I guess we should mention is you need to buy a specific kind of website. Yeah. Okay, so what we're talking about is buying passive websites or websites that are as passive as possible because you've got to realise that the great thing about online is you can jump online and buy websites off, off you know, all these brokers out there now. There's a whole range of websites and you can literally buy yourself a very high-paying job. Mm-hmm. Where So some what I'm saying there is some websites are very active. There's yeah. a lot of work needed. You've got to work on them every Now, you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You can still work from home with them. Yep. They're very leveraged, but they're certainly not what we're talking about today. They're not as passive. So I guess really the first big important step, like you're saying, is it's in the website choice, that you choose yeah. that you, you, you buy. And that's why we don't tend to buy e-commerce websites that, um, yeah. because they are so much more maintenance, managing stock, managing all that, a lot of lot of investment um, in, involved in, in inventory or going back and forth and refunds and blah. So we in other videos and in our masterclass, you can learn exactly how what websites we target. Let's get on today about, okay, what do we do with the sort of websites we buy, which are the leveraged ones? Um, which, <laughs> Time-wise. Yes. Um, what do we do to them? So now the websites that we target tend to be content websites that are monetized with advertising or affiliate products or referral, like the referral products. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that means is we've got three main things that we need to do to a website to uh, grow it and maintain it. Number one, and certainly when we first take control of the website, the first thing that we want to do is a visual tidy up. It's exactly the same as property. So our strategy online is very similar to if you're buying a house, like an investment property. First thing we want to do is give it its coat of paint, tidy up the kitchen, the bathroom, the walls. Nice quick makeover. Yes. So we do a visual, visual tidy up. So that might include reorganizing the information. So a lot of websites that we buy, they're a bit of a mess. You can't see... Um, like you can't find the information you're looking for often very easily. So we create, we might do a new homepage where it's got a nice logo. You can get a logo done for five bucks on Fiverr. 
Um, a lot of might... our students use, I'm constantly surprised when I'm you know, looking at their website, I go, where did you get this logo yeah. done? Now, $5, five on five, I go, oh man, I remember 10 years ago. We <laughs> Paying spend, hundreds of dollars? No, $600, sometimes seven or $800 for really nice logos, five bucks on Fiverr, or people build it themselves on Canva these days. Yeah, yeah, so that's another option. The other thing what we want to do is organize the information. So mm, you'll learn in our processes, we actually have a very um, sort of methodical process about how you organize the web, the information on a website so it makes it really eagle, eagle, really easy for visitors and also for Google to realize what your website's about and easily find what they're looking for. And that's really, really important for what's called SEO, which is search engine optimization, which is helping Google see your website as a really good website for it to put in its search results when someone looks up that particular topic. So just like on those um, you know, house renovating shows, yeah. we do a very similar kind of thing with websites. And the good news is once you learn how to do it, it's pretty straightforward and it's pretty obvious too when you're buying the websites and doing your due diligence on these websites, what you need to do in that initial first step makeover. All right, so let's go on to step, step two. Step two, two is fixing up the monetization. So we're, whilst we're doing this quick makeover, one of the other things we're doing at that same time is looking at, well, how's this website monetized? Is there a better way to monetize it? That's probably, that's the number it, one. Can we make more money? Can we make more money? So the main thing that we want to ask is, all right, is this website, is the monetization that's on there, is that actually effective enough or could we actually add more? Mm. So we might find if it's a website that's currently being making money out of advertising like the Google AdSense program, we might look at that and say, okay, well, we could actually also add some referral products, maybe something referring through to the Amazon referral partner program or some other affiliate program. So we could actually add some products on there as well as the advertising revenue. The other option is we could add some uh, an, an, an downloadable ebook or information product or membership. And again, that could be our own product or it could be an affiliate product. So we can mm -hmm. add the more forms or revenue streams that you can add to a website the more money it makes, but also the more valuable it becomes because we're diversifying that income and diversification is key in, in going forward. It's like we say, um, you want, you want um, it's, it's danger enough, dangerous enough having only one income from your job. So this is why a lot of our students do this whole process because they want to get another stream of income aside from their job. Once we get into websites as well and any investment, we also want to diversify. So diversifying that monetization is a great way. Also, it can just really surprise you. And actually, um, we'll put a link to Lisa's story because she's, um, she's done some awesome stuff and she's taken a website. She's got a little website she bought for $2,000. It's now just recently hit $5,000 a month. And part of that we're going to talk about in a minute. But the other part that Lisa does really well is she gets better affiliate payments or products. So she did that really, really well. Okay, now for step number three, and that is traffic. And this is one of our other favorite strategies that we like to do with the website. This is one of the, the probably the main thing that we do ongoing with the website as well. Beyond we better the define initial... traffic first. Yes, okay. <laughs> I should. Traffic is the amount of visitors that come to your website every month. It's kind of like people walking past a shop front. Yep. So if you think of foot traffic, so if you've had a shop front in a main street somewhere, you'd think about traffic as the cars and the people walking past. In website world, the traffic is the people coming to see your website. And we one, want as many of them as possible. That's right. And one, and one of the main things that we do is we, and this is, as I was saying, ongoing. And we, we're also planning this out when we're doing the initial makeover and looking at the monetization and everything mm -hmm. in the first two steps. But this third step is kind of, 
like the, the final one and the ongoing. And basically what it boils down to these days, and this is the really good news, this is probably answering the number one question you have in your mind, well, what does it take to run these websites? Mm, it's this step and it's the maintenance. And it's about these days is about posting ongoing content. Because the whole focus for all our websites, because they're content-based websites, all we want to do is help people. We want to help them answer questions and solve problems. Mm -hmm. So what we search for is we look for topics within that within that topic or niche. We look for questions that people have and we answer them for them. Or we make life easy. We want to write content that means that it helps them research something or get all the information in one place. And so... Our whole purpose is to help people to make life easier, to make buying decisions easier, or to give them help them get answers for the questions that they have. So that's a pretty cool yeah. way. If and you go in with that attitude that I'm here to help people, then that's a perfect renovation. And so ongoing, really, what we do is we just find the questions that we need to answer in this topic. What, what I want to um, point out here is that this is something that I was taught uh, many years ago when we first got online about making money online, it's all about eyeballs. Mm. The more eyeballs we get to our website, the more money you will make. And it really um, stuck in my mind at the time. And we've certainly found that to be the case. And so if we can get more traffic to the website, that's a valuable asset for the long term. So basically this bit for us is our investment into our future with this asset. So the more that we can, that we can um, get that traffic up, the more valuable this asset then becomes and it all snowballs over time. And what we're using here is again, search engine optimization. And, but the good thing is we can break, because of the kinds of sites that we buy, we really can just break it down to one big simple concept, which is adding in more content. Now I know the very first thing that you're gonna be thinking, which is exactly what I thought when I started learning this as well, is content, I can't write, I'm not that great a writer, can read okay and I did not do well at school did I Liz in English I did all right in maths and science because that's what I, what I did in uni but English was not my strong point I'm not a good writer in this day and age of course we outsource that we I don't write any of my articles I get them written by people off you can go onto a website called Upwork or Fiverr or iWriter places like that there's lots and lots of people who are working at home and happy to write articles for you on any topic that you can imagine and um, now with, with the changing world and we've got a lot of journalists out there, a lot of incredible writers who want to work from home and are great content providers. So we need that content. And then the other person that you need for this process is if you're not a technical person, now obviously you can learn and all our, that's what all our students do. They learn how to technically work a website and manage a website. But as your portfolio grows and to get some leverage in there, um, the best thing is you can now and then hire someone, a tech person, to help you with. Mm. And certainly if there's any technical things, that's what's one of the things I recommend all our students get quite early on is a technical person who can just fix any of the problems, fix the websites that you break yeah. like Matt I, does. We have been known to do that occasionally <laughs> yes. early in the morning when Liz oh isn't around God. and I got to update something and I crash it and I go, uh-oh, now I'm going to be in trouble. I won't tell her. I'll, I'll send a quick email to our our tech tech support and please fix this. Please Matt fix just this. crashed another site. Um, the other thing we should mention though too, because I know a lot of people uh, have fears around this. I think here we are talking about hiring all these people from around the world and they're, they're virtual. Um, 
these aren't full-time people. They can no, just no, be just ad hoc. You yeah. just, if you need it, you don't have to put someone on for 40 hours a week like we do here in Australia or anything. This is, you go to, go and check out a website, it's called upwork.com and you can hire people on a project basis. So you could hire someone just for two hours a week mm-hmm. and they can come in and do a little bit of work for you. And a lot of outsourcers these days, that's exactly what they do, particularly writers. Writers will write articles for lots of people. And so I'd it's suggest- a lot easier than what it used to be. I'd suggest that's actually one of the skills that you need to learn going forward to get some leverage Mm. in your life. And we've talked about in other videos about how do you disconnect that time for money problem that most people have. And one of those ways is you learn how to get other people to do stuff for you. And that's where you get a huge amount of leverage for your life. So definitely a skill worth learning regardless. Um, Okay, so that's our three things that we do to our website. Now we had actually, there's, um, we're going to put a recommendation because we've got a few students who've done this beautifully and it's really good uh, good examples of how this works in the real world. So Lisa's one of them. Um, We'll also put a link to Nathan and Alexa because they did an awesome job because there's a couple of ways that you can do this. That's what I wanted to mention. So so you can, if you're like Liz and I and like a number of our students, we we like to just binge work hard Mm -hmm. and then stop. So literally we'll work hard on a website for, because people say, well, how often do you have to do this? What, what, what is ongoing maintenance? Well, for some of our sites, because of the, the, the style of them and the fact that they're passive, we literally only have to work on them once a year. And then you do some very basic technical stuff throughout the year. And so a great example of that is Nathan and Alexa yeah. because they did a renovation on a, on a starter site that they, um, that they were learning off. And they literally, you'll see in the interview, it's called Curd Nerd, and they only worked on that site once a year. Mm-hmm. And then they sold, they bought it for like $900 and they sold it for $17,000 a few years later. But the, only, the, the, the important thing is once a year, they do their reno on it and that was it. Lisa, who Liz has been talking about, Lisa, on the other hand, is posting regular content. She posts like once a week or once a month an article from her writers. And Lisa's strategy was ongoing, just but part-time work. So, you know, maybe an hour here, an hour once a week or something. And that site now makes over $5,000 a month. Perfect. So there you go. That's what you do. When you buy a website for passive income, that's the sort of things that we do to renovate them and then maintain them and grow them. So I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you watch those interviews because it's awesome to see this in practice in the real world. So I'll look forward to seeing you on the next video. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.